Scripture study. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of his Son, Yahusha. As we go through this study today, we use the Scripture's 1998 translation, which is void of all the pagan words that you will find in most English translations. We are continuing to look at mixing pagan things in with Christianity. So today, let's start in the New Testament. Let's go to the gift of Yah, which is Matith Yahu in the Hebrew, and in English they call it Matthew. But the reality is, is that the book is, should be called the gift of Yah. So let's go to the gift of Yah, chapter 7. And we're going to read, starting in verse 16. Chapter 7, verse 16, I'm turning there with you. And what does it say? The Savior, of course, is talking, and he says, By their fruits you shall know them. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every good tree yields good fruit, but a rotten tree yields wicked fruit. A good tree is unable to yield wicked fruit, and a rotten tree is tree to yield good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then, by their fruits you shall know them. Yahusha says, if you have a worthless or putrefied tree, it can only produce hurtful fruits. And just so you know, that's what that word uh, means <laughs> when it's talking about a rotten tree. The, the word is saying worthless or putrefied. In other words, it doesn't do any good for the brethren. That's what he's saying. So what happens to that worthless tree? It is taken away from the brethren and thrown with Satan and his angels. But what about the works and the fruit of that rotten tree? See, we read verse 20 and it says, so then by their fruits, you shall know them. Yahusha continues in the next verse to let us know what happens to these types of brethren. Worthless fruit. Putrefied fruit. And that would be in verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Master, Master, shall enter into the reign of the heavens 
but he who is doing the desire of my Father in the heavens. Many shall say to me in that day, Master, Master, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and done many mighty works in your name? And then I shall declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who work lawlessness. We see calling Yahusha master doesn't get anyone into the kingdom of heaven. So just saying some sinner's prayer doesn't get you into the kingdom of heaven. What does get you into the kingdom of heaven, according to what we just read, is doing good works, which is decided, which good works? Who decides about these good works? Is decided by the Father, not by humans. It's works he wants you to do. Let us look at the works or fruit that was evil, according to Yahusha. Those doing evil works, what did they do? Prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many mighty works in your name. Yahushua says, I never knew you. Go away, you that work violations of the law. In other words, you're sinning. These believers were doing what they thought, and this is the important part, thought was spiritual works of the kingdom of heaven, as taught to them by the worthless tree. See, their worthless fruit, the produce, the ultimate part that comes from the worthless tree is what they are. The worthless true tree produced these people who are being rejected, by the way. Now, he's saying, I never knew you. You're breaking the law. You That's what you do. You break the law. So how are they breaking the law? What is he talking about? Well, let's go find out. We're going to do that and go to Exodus, which is Old Testament. Shemoth is the Hebrew word, chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. And here is what it says. You do not bring the name of Yahuwah your Elohim to naught. For Yahuwah does not leave the one unpunished who brings his name to naught. So you see, what is it saying? Using the name of Yahuwah in a desolating, evil way is a sin. I want you to go with me, so keep that in mind. So... That's the rules. That's the law. You can't use his name in an evil way. Or it's a sin. You're breaking the commandment. Go to the New Testament now. 
and go to the book of Johannan or John, chapter 5. So go to chapter 5 and look at verse 43. What does it say Yahusha says regarding his name? I have come in my father's name and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you would receive. Yahusha came in the Father's name. That's what it's telling us. He came in his Father's name. Let's go to, so you've got the name of the Father. You've got to take it, use it without, you know, connecting it to evil. And Yahusha showed us his name is connected to the Father's name. So let's go to the gift of Yah, Matthew, chapter 6. Matthew, chapter 6, or gift of Yah, in the Hebrew, it's Matith Yahu. And I want you to go to verse 9 with me. Now, this is, he was asked how you should pray, you know, by the disciples. This then is the way you should pray. Our Father, who is in the heavens, let your name be set apart. That's, you know, let your name be set apart. So the Father's name is special. The Father's name is set apart, purified. Let's go to... And that's part of our prayer, is we understand that and know that about the Father's name. When we're talking to him, we understand that his name is special, purified. Let's go to chapter 21 here in the gift of Yah. Verse 9, chapter 21, verse 9. What does it tell us? And the crowds who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who is coming in the name of Yahuwah. Hosanna in the highest. So we see here, blessed is he who is coming in the name of Yahuwah, which is the father's name. We went all through that so you would understand something. And we're going to look at that right now. So now you understand about the Father's name and that you have to make sure that you're not using his name in vain when you're saying things. There are two types of people who call themselves Christian regarding the name of the master. The first group are those that do not dwell on the name, but they know the power from the Father comes from believing in the man who walked the earth, the Son, the Lamb, the Shepherd, the Messiah, the Master. Power comes from believing in Him 
that he, you know, he walked the earth and about him. And the father gives you the power. But you have to believe on the man who walked in. So the name of the man necessarily for us English speakers isn't what we necessarily dwell on. We we don't think it's some magical thing. It's just, you know, especially English people who don't understand the paganness that the name has been changed into. So it's the man that you believe in. The second group and I've been to those assemblies and heard those people's talk and those brethren say this. The second group of those who think the power they have comes from the name they say. It is a supernatural name. And saying it gives you the power to do spiritual works, you see. And and those people are the ones that say, you know, things like um, every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. You know, they say that. They say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus is the name. And, and it's all about the name, you see. You'll hear them say, King Jesus, um, the, the Son of God, Jesus, you know, they will dwell on the name part of it. They're not talking about the who behind the name. So when they, you know, when they say it, it's the things that they do is because of the name itself they're using. The second group, the ones that dwell on the name they're using and not the person behind the name, are the ones that will be rejected. That's right, they're going to be rejected because they're dwelling on the name itself. Because they put their belief in a made-up pagan word. That's right. Worshipping, and they do, worshipping the English word Jesus, which, what does it do when you worship the English word Jesus? You're breaking the commandment of Elohim, and that's what they do. Every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. Jesus is the name above all names, they say. Well, that's putting the emphasis on the name, which happens to be a pagan word, rather than the man behind the name. I want us to go to um, John chapter 1 this time. And it's interesting that this is, you know, the Father brought us to these, this, this, these places is, is why I actually um, saw the light was from the verses that we're going to be reading pretty soon. <laughs> the verses that this was the light, a light bulb went on, boom, and I was like, wow, you know. So we'll get into that. Um, but chapter one, first of all, verse 11, and what does it say, verse 11? 
of John or Johan in whatever way. Either way is fine. I'll tell you when a name is a pagan word so that you will know. But Johannin or John, either one. 11. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. That's what it says. So it means that he came to those that were of Israel, like he's of Israel, and they didn't accept him. Verse 12 says, did all of them not accept him? Verse 12 tells us, but, so no, there was some that did, but as many as received him, they accepted him, what he was saying, to them he gave the authority to become children of Elohim. To those, what, what, what was the caveat here? What did they have to do? To those believing in his name. So, his name is, of course, not. Jesus, it was Yahusha. But they believed in his name. So, those that believed in his name, and the English here is a little bit messed up, so I want to make sure we understand it. It says in verse 12, he gave the authority to become children of Elohim. But the reality is this word authority actually should be translated privilege, which makes much more sense. So, but as many as accepted him, meaning his name, they believed in his name, to them he gave the privilege to become the sons of Elohim. We see in these verses that they had to accept his name. Why is that important? They had to believe what his name was saying. There's a reason why his name, he was named, you see. I want us to go to chapter 2. And this is where the light bulb came on almost a year ago as I was reading these verses. Chapter 2, verse 23, tells us, And when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, at the festival, many believed in his name when, okay, so they believed in his name when what? When they saw the signs which he was doing. So, this is showing us that in the beginning of his ministry, that when he was at Passover in Jerusalem, that people believed in his name because of what he was doing. They saw the supernatural things which he was doing. So, 
I want to ask you a question. English speaking people. Do you think he was called the name Jesus 2000 years ago? Do you think that that's the name that they were calling him Jesus? And if you're in that second group, you do believe that. <laughs> if you do, <laughs> then you are in the second group because that's what they believe. That, and guess what? And that belief that you think 2,000 years ago that he was called Jesus, you will be rejected by the master when he returns. I have heard those that have been given the gift of faith by the Father say that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. They, of course, were taught that belief in the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, when we hear the name Jesus, and that's why they use that word all the time, that they were taught that by the worthless trees, which read it in the corrupt English Bible. By the word, by the way, the word Bible is pagan. That's why you hear me say scripture. And so their works for the kingdom are done believing in a pagan made up name. And for those who haven't done the study, the pagan name Jesus actually is comes from Latin and Greek and is connected to a deity of healing, a female deity of healing that they trans, uh, they changed her name into a male name. <laughs> and gave it to the Savior. And of course, at the end of that deity's name, they added Zeus's name, which is the last part, the S-U-S part, or in the Greek, it's Iusus. Uh, the Iusus part is Zeus, it comes from Zeus. And so all names were, Zeus was a part of their name back in those days. But the, um, the Latin, um, name when you put it in the Jesus part comes from Latin uh, when you put that from Latin words it actually means earth pig which is an interesting thing so they're actually saying earth pig or female healer of Zeus that that's the two meanings of that word Iusus and Jesus so Imagine that. I want us to read Philippians in the King James. I want us to read Philippians in the King James. And I do that so that you know what it is that they believe and what they're reading from. They're not reading from the scriptures. I can tell you. They're reading from the King James or something like the King James. So let's go to Philippians chapter two. 
So when you're reading the King James and you, and a lot of them worship the English King James as, you know, inspired by the father, as they put it, God breathed in the English. <laughs> so they think it's inspiration that they look at this chapter two, verse um, nine, beginning there. And they say, see, 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 that's a problem. English is not God breathed, as they say, and it is not inspired. It's, there's error in it, and that's where the Spirit shows us the error. So let's look at what they read in their English, King James. Verse 9 says, um, Sorry, I'm getting to the King James here. Wherefore, God, pagan word, also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of the things in heaven and the things in the earth and the things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father now i want you to see that we just read this in the King James, pagan words galore. Um, pagan words galore, we just read, unknown to people. We see in these corrupted English verses that they are telling us the name of Jesus is above all names. And that this Jesus is going to be worshipped and that the people everywhere will be saying, Jesus Christ is Lord. See, the worthless trees teach this and the fruit that is produced, which is the brethren that believe this, and they accept it as truth. So this English words, these, this English thing that they say, the name of Jesus, that's the name above all names. The problem is when the Apostle Paul wrote this, meaning the Philippians that you just read with me in the King James Version, Did you know that the English word Jesus did not exist? Did you know that? <laughs> the English word Jesus is only 400 years old. That's, that's 400 years old, the name Jesus, you see. So when 2,000 years ago, when Paul was writing to the Philippians. He did not tell them 
the name Jesus is above all names. But you see, the people that think that the English is inspired think that Jesus is the name. So if it's inspired by the Father, then that's why they use the word Jesus and think and dwell on that name. So this people will be worshiping someone named Jesus, and that's the problem. You see, they don't understand that that name did not exist 2,000 years ago. So what does the commandment say? Remember, we learned the Father's name is sacred, set apart, purified. The Son came in the Father's name. His name is part of the Father's name. He had a job to do for the Father. And that's what his name said. And that's what the Israelites that heard his name in Hebrew, which is what he was called, they knew what it meant. That his name is Yahusha. So if you take away Yahusha from Philippians and replace it with this English Jesus word, which is a pagan term and not what they used back in those days, what does the commandment say? What is, we'll go and see another commandment. What does it say? Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy, which is the barium in Hebrew, chapter 4. And verse 2. So what does it say? In chapter 4, verse 2. I want you to read with me starting in verse 1. And now, O Israel, listen to the laws and the right rulings which I am teaching you to do, so that you live, and shall go in and possess the land which Yahuwah, Elohim of your fathers, is giving you. Verse 2. Do not add to the word which I command you, and do not take away from it so as to guard the commands of Yahuwah, your Elohim, which I am commanding you. Apostle Paul did not write about someone named Jesus. He didn't use that word. He wrote about Yahusha. And Yahusha's name which is which means when translated means Yahuwah's deliverer, Yahuwah's savior, the one Yahuwah uses to save his people. When Paul wrote in the Philippians about the name that is above all names here on earth, he was not saying Jesus. He was using and talking about Yahusha and his name is above all names because it includes the father's name Yahuwah 
And when you corrupt the true name to this pagan term, Jesus, then you are also corrupting and changing the Father's name. See, the Father's name isn't G, <laughs> and that's what you're saying it is. The Father's name is G, as no, so it's Jesus. See, G is the Father's name, and sus is, you know, the, the second part. So the two have nothing whatsoever to do with the Father's name. It's a made-up pagan word. And if you get the book, come out of her, my people, and read the reason why they changed the name in the New Testament to um, Iusus instead of continuing to use the correct name, which was Yahusha. So you change the father's name, breaking the commandment. You're saying his name in vain. Changing the message given through the name of the son. See, Jesus says earth pig, or it says healer of Zeus, which of course is an abomination to the father. Yahusha's name means Yahuwah's deliverer. And that is why the people believed in his name. We read there in John chapter 2. Because why? Because of the miracles he was doing. Because he delivered people from sickness and possession. He was Yahuwah's deliverer. If he was called Jesus 2,000 years ago, they would have thought he was some Gentile. And so it was impossible for him to be the Messiah. Come out from the teachings of a worthless tree. So if you corrupt the name of the Savior, then you've broken the commandment of the Father. And that completes our study here of the scriptures. You can find us on TalkShoe.com. Welcome everybody at PalTalk. You know that I am live here on PalTalk now. And the name of my room at this point is The Words You Use Are Pagan.